Welcome to the Kinda Crunchy Podcast, where we talk about all things health and wellness. We can't wait for you to hear today's episode, so let's get to it. Hi guys, welcome to Kinda Crunchy. My name is Jensen. My name's Rachel. And we're so happy you could join us. Um, It is a Saturday morning at 7 a.m. if you're watching on YouTube. Well, first off, if you're watching on YouTube, I just got out of bed, so I'm sorry. But you might see the sunrise behind me. Um, This episode was meant to be recorded multiple times this week, and it just seemed like (laughs) there was like everything stopping this episode. Tuesday, I ended up working late, so we couldn't start it the time we needed to. And then Wednesday, our power went out. I was like, Rachel, I'm so sorry. We literally just lost power. So I'm sitting in the dark with candles, so we cannot record. Um, But anyways, we're here. We're so excited to chat about a topic today that is kind of a spicy topic or a topic you might like hear and you're like, what does that even mean? So we kind of want to dive in deeper into that. I'll leave you with that. But we're going to just start with um, some life updates. So Rachel, tell us how your week was, what you got going on. Yeah. Um, so first off, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, you will appreciate I have some nice big gamer girl headphones on today, which I do not gamer anything. Um, but I happen to have these headphones and they're much more comfortable than the little Apple earbuds I was using. So I've got these big honkers on and I'm proud of them. Um, yeah, life has been good lately. I am all decorated for Christmas. We had a nice Thanksgiving. Um, just feeling, you know, holly and jolly in the Christmas spirit with all our little decorations. I, um, our house is like pretty tiny, so we don't have a lot of windows. And one of the things I got this year are these little, like they're candles. They're fake though, that have like a little warm, soft light flicker. And so my mom had them when we were growing up and she always put them in the windows for Christmas. And I just like, think it's so cute and cozy, but the problem was you had to turn them on and off every night. And then that's like a ton of work to do and remember. Well, these ones I found have timers in them. So they're on six hours and then off 18. So you just like put them together at like 4 35 o'clock and then they'll be done like and go off by like 11 p.m. So I just feel like those have been really cute in the little windows. It just like makes me happy to see the little, even though it's fake light flickering. Mm-hmm. Um, also at Aldi, Aldi randomly has like home stuff sometimes. Aldi and they randomly just, has the best stuff. Yes. And they just had flannel sheets there for $20 for a king size, which normally you can't find sheets that cheap. And I was like, well, they might not be good quality, whatever. And I'm not saying they're like the world's highest quality sheets, but they were like a Christmas pattern, like a red, green, and white plaid. And I bought them because 20 bucks was like a steal. And then they just like looked like oh well maybe these will work and they're just like so soft and comfy and like I just want to stay in bed all December now so I've been enjoying those but yeah not really a ton of crazy stuff going on um we had our first few snowfalls so that was kind of nice put me in the spirit I'm really not hating the cold too much this year yet which is surprising but I think I'm always like that through December because it's like you know, there's Christmas and it feels nice to have like the cold and the snow. And then like come end of January, I'm like sick of it. That's when I'm like, okay, time to move on when there's no holidays. Same. December, it can be snowy and cold and beautiful. That is totally fine. But then I'm just like over it by January. It's like, yeah, um, get me to spring as fast as you can. (laughs) 
the past few years, we've gone away like the last week of January into February. And it's been like perfect timing. Like we'll just like go to Florida or something to get a little vitamin D. And it's like, it's really the perfect timing to just like get you through the rest of the winter. Yeah, absolutely. That makes, yeah, I was one year, I think it was a few years ago, I went to Florida the end of February and it was just like, mm-hmm. okay, it was just like, I can do this. I can do <laughs> yeah. it a little longer. <laughs> it gives you like that little, okay, sun does exist boost. <laughs> um, how was your Thanksgiving? It was very good. Just lots of family time, um, you know, going to our different families' houses and having dinners, but all good. Um We got multiple meals, which you can't complain about. I love Thanksgiving food, so um, that was good. How was yours? It was good. Um, Thursday was, like, very chill. Um, It's so funny. I didn't make him, but I was like, Logan, can we please – we did this last year, like, go for, like, a family walk in the morning because I I used to be – before Logan, I was a turkey trot. I did it every year. I just – I just – it's, like, fun to just, like – I don't know. I just like being active in the morning at Thanksgiving mm-hmm. just because it's a day where you just sit around all day. And it's not like – I'm going to be real. Before it used to be like because I was like had a messed up relationship with food and I was like I had to earn my food. Mm-hmm. We're not there anymore. But it's just like nice to just be active. And I feel like it's like just a fun run. But um, Logan's not really a runner and like getting up <laughs> early on Thanksgiving sounds like a worst nightmare for him, which is fine. We're different people. And I love him. But I was like, can we go for a walk? So we started our day. We watched a little bit of the parade and then mm-hmm. we went for a walk, which was just so nice to so get fresh air, our dog, just to spend some time with him before because we had to leave him to go to um, – Yeah. We ended up going to Logan's parents for the day. And it was just a great day. It was very chill. We played a lot of – have you ever played Catan or Catan? Everyone says it different. No, but I know people like love it. It's so fun. It's like such a strategy game, but it's also kind of luck too. Um, Mm -hmm. So I feel like we ended up playing a lot of that like that day and just kind of that whole um, weekend. Um, And then my parents ended up coming out Saturday night. They came Saturday to Monday and it was fun. We got to like cook dinner for them here and we didn't do like a traditional Thanksgiving with them just Mm because we kind of had enough of that food and we're just like we – Logan wanted to use his Traeger, which actually is right behind me, Um, his Traeger too. And he was trying – he did brisket and ribs for the first time. Wow. How'd they turn out? So good. I hope he's listening to this one. I'm going to be like, Logan, you need to listen to this episode. I totally hyped you up. Um, (laughs) He totally – he totally crushed them. They were so good. That's fun to kind of mix it up like that after you've already had a Thanksgiving meal and stuff. Yeah. And then I made like – what did I make? Mac and cheese and green beans and we just – yeah. It was just just a very cozy meal and it was just – we didn't do much with my parents. We just kind of hung out and watched football. And I feel like our Thanksgiving weekend was actually relaxing, which – that's normally not the case with <laughs> holiday weekends. You're like yeah. all over the place. Um, so that was good. Oh, good. I'm glad. Anything else going on in your life? Any fun plans this weekend? Um, well, today we are getting our Christmas tree. I'm staring at the um, spot where our tree is and I just have like the blank space because our entire house has been decorated for Christmas <laughs> for a week. And I'm like, and it's just – you know how like turning the lights on the tree at night is mm-hmm. just so magical. And I have a little tree downstairs, but it's like I just love coming home and seeing like the lights. It's literally the best. So yeah. I'm excited to get that today. Um, and then some other just like life updates. I'm staring at this right now. I just wanted to share. Um, thank you. I actually don't think I posted this on the Kind of Crunchy. It might have been my like real Instagram. But I mm-hmm. asked people about getting an acupressure mat. Um, oh, yeah. I remember. There's like the prana mat, which is like over $100, and I'm sure it's better quality. I'm sure it is. But 
I got one off Amazon that some people recommended that was $30. I love it. I need to use it more. I've used it almost like probably every other day but you just like lay on it and it like truly yeah. does relax you and it's not painful i think you look at it and it's like it looks like it's painful but it's not um and there's like i think that of- was my concern with it yeah. is like am i gonna buy this and then i'm just gonna like not use it because it causes pain to me which i don't have one so this is yeah. good to know i'll have to test yours next yeah, time i was gonna I'm say cut, yeah try it when you're here and then like but it's cool you can like lay on your stomach for like some digestion things you can like mm. step on it for like your like the feet what's it i don't know what it's called like the pressure points in your reflexology. Yeah. Um, you can do that. There's like just different ways to position it. Um, so yeah, I'm a huge fan of it. And then last thing I want to say is, I guess this would just be a week after. It's so nice we're doing these like a little bit more close together because usually it's Yeah, like, for sure. I listen to the episode and my life updates like a month before and I'm like, oh, that doesn't even make sense. But this is <laughs> very prevalent. Um, I just wanted to say – Thank you to everyone who reached out to me and just – I felt so bad. I was trying to respond to so many messages on Tuesday. I feel like I couldn't keep up because so many people were just like mm-hmm. sending encouragement after the fertility episode. Um, and just so many people shared that like they're going through the same thing or walk through the same thing or have PCOS. Like mm-hmm. it's crazy when you actually open up about something. It like allows other people to open up, which like – Again, I always like it, like it, you know, it took me two years to open up about this to like the public, but it's like because it is a touchy subject, but it is yeah. cool to see like when you do open up, like people feel like really connect on the hard things they go through. Like mm-hmm. that is that is where you really connect with people, and it just it felt really cool to be able to like hear that people just felt heard and they felt like they were seen and that they weren't alone through this. Um, so yeah, and I just received so many nice text messages. Mm-hmm. Just so sweet. So thank. I just want to say thank you um, for just being the best, kindest listeners ever. Um, yeah, that's all I have, Rachel. Do you have any other updates or anything you want to share before we get into it? I don't think so. The only thing I'll say is, you know, we're – like Jensen was saying, this episode, everything was working against us this week. And it was so funny. We were trying to reschedule and Jensen was like – I really, I, I couldn't make the other two, so I'll be flexible. We're supposed to get our Christmas tree Saturday morning, but I'll just send Logan alone. And I was like, oh my gosh, no, Jensen, <laughs> don't skip getting a Christmas tree. Like the most fun little cozy Christmas thing to do to record this episode. We will make it work some other time. So I'm very happy you're still going to get your tree and that we were able to get our episode in as well. But we are dedicated here, guys. Jensen was going to skip Christmas tree shopping. To yeah, do this. We, would, we would do anything for you, our fellow followers, fans. <laughs> um, it's also funny. I'm thinking Logan's never been in the house when I've recorded. He's the same. So I'm like, I feel like he's going to wake up and be like, good morning. And I'm going to be like, shh. No. <laughs> Don't sh- talk. Stop. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just like thinking, I actually don't know if he'll be up by the time this ends. We'll see. He was, have you, okay, newest Netflix thing. I don't know if you ever watched the beginning of this, then we'll get into the episode. Have you okay. watched Squid Game? Okay, I watched like the first episode of the actual Squid Game and it actually disturbed me even though it's like not real, just mm-hmm. the concept that like it could be and I couldn't watch it anymore because I just felt like it was like it was too like this could actually happen and that freaked me out. It was almost like Hunger Games where it's like like, but like yeah. even, even to a higher level. I ended up watching it because Logan was watching it and it was kind of one of those things where it was like 
it was so disturbing, but it was also like so intriguing. Mm-hmm. But it did freak me out. And I honestly still think about it and it freaks me out. But the newest thing that came out is a reality TV show. I saw that. I th- which, which also is, is kind of unsettling that they oh, are was, really doing it even though it's safe. Like, Yeah, and I read that like – there's the article that came out on Yahoo that it was like inhumane conditions to record. It was terrible. Yes, I've been but, seeing that on TikTok. Yeah, but also it's cool though because like basically if they like die, they get like a little like ink blot and they're supposed to like fall over. So it's like – it's kind of like more settling to watch even though it's still creepy. At least you're <laughs> like, okay, no one's actually dying. Um, and Logan, I've he's been watching it like – 10 p.m. plus at night, which means which means it's like how do you fall asleep after <laughs> consuming that? Which content? means I catch I catch about five minutes of it and I'm out. Um, but he said it's so good. Like he said it's like a really well done yeah. show and like Mitch makes me kind of want to watch it, but I'd rather watch Christmas movies and something that will bring me joy and he can tell me who wins the show. So yeah. You know, when Squid Game came out. Um, Squid Games, I was still working in the schools and it was like super unsettling too because I was like in kindergarten was my main area I was at in at that time and a little bit of like first and second grade. And some of the kids would like draw pictures of Squid Game or be like, Squid Game's my favorite show. And it's just like, what are you watching? Like, I can't watch that as a 20, like five-year-old because it's literally like unsettling to me and you're just like watching it you're allowed to that was just and your brain isn't developed yeah literally like (laughs) very disturbing Um, disturbing. (laughs) parents need to have a little bit of uh (laughs) guidelines for what their children can watch um also though that did jog something that i do have as a life update netflix i started watching gilmore girls judson and i love it it's so cozy you were right i had okay so you had told me I should watch it. And then I have another friend who told me a few times. So I finally, just when I was like cooking and decorating for Christmas, just like put it on in the background. And it's a great show to just like have on in the background. It doesn't need your full on attention, but it's Mm -hmm. like good and cozy. And it was actually funny because my life update about hitting the deer, my other friend texted me and she was like, you're just like Rory, the deer hit you. And I was like, yes, you're right during that part. That's so funny. So anyway, I'm, I am enjoying my first watch of Gilmore Girls. Oh, so it's your first time, correct? You yeah. I've never, I've never even watched an episode. Like yeah. it, it used to be like one of the shows on ABC family when you mm-hmm. came home from mm-hmm. school or whatever. Yeah. And I just never would watch it. I'd watch full house. I'd watch all Same. the other ones, Same. but if Gilmore girls was on, I wasn't watching, but now Same. I'm like, I, I wasn't at a level to like understand it and relate, mm-hmm. I think. But now I'm like, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. No, I'm on season six and there's only seven Whoa. seasons. <laughs> You're <And> flying I'm, <laughs> through. <laughs> well, the I literally, so now that I work from home, I truly, I put it on in the background of my laptop, like, and I don't even watch it half the time. Like, I'm because I'm doing a lot with, like, a lot of files right now, so I need, like, yeah. my whole screen. But just listening to it, like, at this point, I know what all the characters look like and I can hear their voices. So I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I know what's happening. But yeah, yeah, so I'm, like, flying through it. I just finished season five and I'm going to be so sad when it comes to an end. That's literally working from home. I so my thing is music. I cannot listen to music while I work. It like does something in my brain where it distracts mm-hmm. me that I cannot focus on anything else. And it it just like I can't I'm fully focused on whatever song you turn on. But any show, any podcast, I can have playing in the background and it's just like my brain's able to just like it's background noise. And sometimes working at home it's just like so quiet that you're like 
I need something on or I feel like I'm going to go insane. So I relate to that because sometimes it's like I have a show on in the background and I'm watching it, but I I'm not watching it, but it doesn't need my full attention. And yeah, Gilmore Girls is a very good one for that. Do we want to get into the episode? We should probably do that. Let's get into it. Rachel, do you want to kick off what we're talking <laughs> about today? Yeah, today we're talking about EMFs. Um, are they going to kill your brain? Should you throw your phone in the trash? What are they? <laughs> um, how can you avoid them or help uh, reduce your exposure to them, what they do to your body, all the things. Um, I told Jensen before we filmed this episode, I was like, I don't know, Jensen. I feel like this episode could be one where we're like, okay, put on your tinfoil hats. Like, you know, that people are like, okay, that's a little too like out there crunchy for me. But EMFs are a very real thing. And they're being more researched um, and so I do think it's important to talk about them and just like kind of be aware of them. There's something I am very hyper aware of and a little <laughs> scared of. So I think this is a good conversation to have to just like, you know, approach it in that kind of crunchy balance, 80-20. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, it's funny. I was doing some research on this and I was like, oh, oh, oh no. I'm like, this is, <laughs> I am, I am in trouble. But also it's like control, control what you can control. At the end of the day, like, like we, Rachel, I feel like says we're all gonna die someday. It's not, <laughs> it's, it's not worth throwing out every appliance in your house, um, but just making like informed decisions and being able to like do the simple things that can help you out are gonna still help your health out. So, yeah, for sure. So, do we want to get into a little bit more of explaining? what EMFs are. And I want to preface that with saying Jensen and I aren't like, we've told you this before, we are not experts in a lot of the stuff we talk about, if any of it. We are just having these conversations in a light, like girl chat type of way, because they're things we talk about and discuss. So we're going to give you info that we found that um, to kind of summarize what these things are, but go do your own research look for research if that's something you're interested in. Don't just go like based on what we say. Dig a little deeper. That's what we always want to encourage you to do because we're not coming being like we are like Andrew Huberman or something and we have all the answers about this. Like, no, this is just opening the conversation to it. Yes, I couldn't preface that more. I was like, I feel like I saw there's some podcasts about this and it was like they brought on these like EMF experts. Right. Like, well, you're not getting that here, but you, you knew you knew you weren't getting that. You knew you were not getting a doctors. We do. We have had doctors on here, but we. Um, this is just Rachel and I today, so we're just gonna have a conversation <laughs> and open up because I feel like some people like. I bet if I asked my parents, they wouldn't know what these are. Just because I feel like yeah. it's a, a, a new kind of topic, and it's hopefully can just like help make people aware of something. So yeah, exactly. Okay, so let's talk about what EMFs are first. EMF, um, they are electric and magnetic fields, and EMF stands for electromotive force or electromagnetism force. Okay, so it's easier to just say EMF. <laughs> um, so they are like little waves that go through <laughs> to like this is like beyond my level of understanding but like tech 
how it kind of like talks to each other and stuff, which is just nuts to me that it can do that. Um, they are electric and magnetic fields and they are basically around us all the time now. Um, like it or not, they're around us all the time. And there are different types of it. They contain small doses of radiation. So there's different types of this radiation they contain. So some of them have the ionizing type of radiation, which is like the same you'd get in an X-ray or like a gamma ray. And then, and that's a little more dangerous. And then um, some of the EMF waves are non-ionizing radiation uh, is contained in them. So that's more what like your cell phone falls under. But they do leave off little bits of radiation. Yeah, it's interesting. I was reading an article and, yeah, it was talking about the two types, the ionizing, like the high frequency, the X-ray CT scans, and then Mm -hmm. the low to mid ones, which were the non-ionizing. And it said – the article said, which it's just so funny where on the internet, like, it will tell you whatever you want to hear. It says, it's, my, it's mild and thought to be harmless to people. Um, and these are like household appliances like microwave ovens, cell phones. Mm-hmm. And, but it's just kind of like I feel like any like toxic product in the world, it's like a little bit of Bath and Body Works shampoo, a little bit of gain – like all the – it's like – The toxic load we talk oh, about. Yes. Like, this is yeah, like the tech load, right? The tech load, yeah. <laughs> you have all these little things around you and it's probably adding up to more than you know. I was thinking when we were like – when I was researching, it would be so cool, but also terrifying if like I could see like in my house right now where the waves were. Like if I could literally like if there was like a tool like you put on these glasses and you can see the waves, I would probably like yeah run run away to a field in woods in the middle <laughs> of nowhere. But I would just be curious, yeah, just because I feel like like I'm sitting here by my phone and my laptop, and there's the microwave and the stove and the fridge. Like there's so many electronics around me, so I'd be curious to what the electronic load in my house looked like. Yeah, and I know they say like the waves from EMF, um, they also can cause heat, which that alone can like do d- damage to different parts of our body, like from the overheating or the type of heat they produce. So that's just interesting. But um, did you have anything else you wanted to add on what EMFs are or should we get into kind of like what what they can negatively impact or why we're talking about them and what to be like aware of? Yeah, I was just – the only thing I kind of had was a little bit of like the history and it's like from the Ooh. beginning – well, it's not anything crazy. Just from like the beginning, the sun has been sending out like waves that create EMFs, like mm-hmm. EMFs, radiation. Um, and then – but when the 20th century came around, all like the electric power lines and indoor lighting, mm-hmm. then scientists were like, oh – these are sending off similar things that the sun sends off. And then just over the years with so many electronics and appliances and especially like with the x-ray and CT scans, they were realizing that there's more and more EMF. So it's just been interesting to see how it's kind of like anything. As the world gets more tech technologically advanced, like I think everyone thinks it's like the most positive thing in the world. And I'm like, no, let's go back to the let's go back to the <laughs> old times. So it's just interesting to like just know where we were and where we are now and how much more of like the load is around us. So, but yeah, that's all I have. We can get into how it can affect our health negatively, which it can in a lot of ways. Yeah, no, that's super interesting. Thank you for adding that because this goes back to how our bodies are inherently like electrical systems. And I feel like people think that's weird when you say it, but if you think about it, like that's how our heart runs. That's how our body runs. Like what do they do to try to bring your heart back? They like, literally shock it back like (laughs) our body has electrical systems electrical pulses going through it like that's 
part of our makeup. And so that kind of like leads, we've talked about grounding on here and people are like, that's so weird. Like what's standing barefoot going to do for you? But it's balancing for your like electrical impulses because Mm -hmm. the ground itself has electrical impulses. So, you know, when your body is such an electrical being with all of these flows running through it, and then you have all these waves that you don't even see, like they're invisible waves. This sounds crazy, like talking about it. They can impact your body, which then can impact your health and things like you're like, I don't even know why this is happening or why I feel like this. So I just think it's a really, um, yeah, the history was helpful. And I do like, yeah, can you imagine going back like before electricity, like life would be so different for so many reasons, but also just like you're literally just waking up to the sun and like, going to sleep when the sun sets and you have candlelight and no waves like it's crazy and actually I had this realization on Wednesday night when we were supposed to record the podcast I actually was going over to Logan's parents for dinner and his parents were sitting on the couch and all I see are all these candles and I walk in I was like oh am I interrupting a romantic time here <laughs> and uh, and obviously I knew the power was out but then yeah it was a few hours we were just sitting there and the power was out so we had like 20 candles going which is so funny. I was like, if we were at my house right now, I definitely got rid of a lot of candles. So I'm glad we're here. But um, <laughs> they had so many candles going and it was like, they were just like, what? Or I think Logan's brother was like, we were just talking about what people would like do back then. And I was like, people would just go to bed. They would like either do like, maybe like yeah. sit, sit by their candle, maybe do some like talk. reading, <laughs> talk. Yeah. We just sat there and chatted with each other. Um, but then it was like, you went to bed when it was dark out and you yeah. woke up when the sun told you to. And it was just like, everyone's I cannot imagine how great everyone's circadian rhythms were back then. They were probably like, we don't even yeah. know what this is because you know what? We just – our bodies are just so in tune with how they should be. And now today we're just like – if people back then saw like how we slept and functioned today, they would be like, how are you alive? Yeah. You know, it's crazy. I was just talking to Logan kind of about this too. It must be this episode like spurring this a little. So when I go pick up my raw milk, I get it from an Amish farmer, which, you know, whatever, assume your own risk. I like do my own test strips and filtering. I've never had a problem. And like when I go there, there's like this little side room, like they're milking the cows by hand in the barn. And then they bring the pels in and put them in these big milk jugs. So I just go in there and wait till they have milk. And they always have like this little one little gas light on like because you know they don't have electric and they just have Mm -hmm. some gas in there they can turn on and I'm just like standing there and the kids help milk and they're like coming in with their milk pals just emptying it and they do it morning and night like same time every single day of the week I was just saying to Logan like it's so crazy to me because they live like 10 miles from me and like I, I love these people now like I've created a relationship with them and I just like I'm happy to be their friends and like to get milk from them and stuff. But I was just like, it's just like so crazy to me. I could just be like, get in my car. Here's the most popular songs from Taylor Swift this year. And they like, these kids wouldn't even know Taylor Swift. They wouldn't even know TikTok exists. You know what I mean? Just like all of that. Like, and that there's so much simplicity in the life they're living of like, we go and milk the cows and then we do the gardening and this and that. And like pros and cons of that. It's just like, it's a whole different world. And it's just so interesting to me because it kind of does give you a peek into like that old-fashioned life Mm -hmm. and yeah I just think I mean they're very healthy and I think there's probably a lot of components to that but one may be that they don't have all the modern technologies we do and that might actually be benefiting their health sometimes I always think that we have obviously have a lot of Amish around us too and yeah they just live a simpler life with 
less technology yeah. and they're probably better off for it. So Yeah, like the light at night, they probably like go to bed when it's dark or yeah. just have some family time and then wake up <laughs> like who like that sounds like my dream. Like literally. Like I I'm when it's dark out, I'm like, <laughs> Can we go to bed please? Whereas like Logan's you know what? like I think say- that oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I think that I'm like I want to go off the grid. I just want to have like oil lamps and candles. And then I'm like, but man, I love that next day Amazon Prime delivery. Like, I don't know if I can give that up for Christmas. Rachel sent me, there was a reel on Instagram Rachel sent me. And it was like, man, I want to like live on this farm in the middle of nowhere. But also I like getting my packages next day. And I was like, it's very true. That's very true. So we're just, (laughs) we're, you know what? We're making it work. But should we get into how EMFs can affect our health, our health negatively. Yes, I think we should. Um, I'm gonna name a few, but okay. this is one of those things. Like, I feel like it's when you like Google any like pill. It's like here are the side effects, and it seems like it's everything. So <laughs> I have, a, yeah. I have, I have a lot of things on here, but I'll, I'll name a few to start. Um, insomnia, insomnia, and sleep disturbances, brain fog, mm-hmm. headaches, fatigue. Um, hormonal imbalances. So, um, yeah, those are a few I have on my list. You want to name it some you have, Rachel? I still have more. Yeah. So, um, one of the things I wrote down is that you can get like tingling or burning sensations in your hand or like your lap if you have a device too long in it, which I thought that one was interesting just to add on here because I've definitely had that happen where it's like my hand's like hot from holding my phone after a long time scrolling or something, or same with my lap, um, which also probably is causing more issues than just the tingling and burning, but that's like Mm -hmm. a tangible one we can see. Um, I also have that uh, it can deplete your immune system or disrupt your nervous system. Um, It's also linked to decreased sperm and it can have cognitive effects, negative cognitive effects in your brain um, as you age. Yeah. I think the only other ones that I had were increased cancer risk. Yeah. Um, Okay. I don't know how to say this. Is it tinnitus? It's racing. Yeah. Ringing in the ears. Ringing in the ears. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think you had Also sleep problems. I don't know if we said sleep – well, insomnia you said. So I guess that would be included. Yeah, definitely sleep problems because think about it. What's in our bedroom? Our phones, our TVs, and we're on them late at night, et cetera. So it makes total sense. But yeah, basically there's a lot of of negative things that can come from high exposure to EMFs. And I mean if it's causing potential issues with like your immune system, your nervous system, sleep, any of those things, that has potential to lead to like overall disease in the body and imbalance, which could lead to a plethora of other negative health things. So I don't – I wish I could think of who this was or where it came from, but I listened to this on an EMF podcast. It wasn't even recently. Mm -hmm. It was kind of – it was farther back, but basically – there was a woman who was having fertility issues mm. and found out that like her entire neighborhood was having fertility issues. And it was because they were – where they lived was in such a high – like where the power lines and the 5G, like mm-hmm. they, they, it was just like the toxic load there was so high that like – and they moved and they had no issue getting pregnant, which is just crazy to me. That really is. You hear things like that. When I was working home health at one point – This is kind of an aside, um, but we, where we're positioned exactly like in Punxsy, 
with like the Appalachian mountain range and some other mountainous figures, I was going to this one woman's house and she had cancer and she had told me like, I have been really researching this, talking to a bunch of people and where we're at with the way the wind flows and the wind currents in the US from all like the car factories, I think in like Chicago or wherever, um, or is it, I don't, I don't know where all the big car factories were, they like had a bunch of like bad smoke that the smoke travels in the wind currents to where we are. And it goes over one mountain range, but then the other blocks it essentially trapping it in like this large valley area. And she was saying like, if you start looking at this, and this was like, probably like five years ago, at least probably more. She was like, if you start looking at it, like there's such a high risk and like high numbers of cancer in this area this specific one type of cancer she had and she was like in like these water markers and all this stuff and she was like it's literally from like the toxic environmental things and that just like blew my mind at that point because I just had never considered like whoa something in like you know what I mean like Detroit or Chicago or wherever could affect my health here based on like environmental things traveling so I just think like yeah that it's crazy yeah, you think you're like safe because you're like out in the country. You're yeah, like, I'm, doing, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And then it's like, <laughs> nope, you're literally in like a hot spot of like it being trapped by the way yeah. it blows. That's nuts. That's super interesting. And it's like, it's crazy the things like we don't even know. Like, is that yeah. like, do we do we live in the same place? I don't know. Like, it's like it's mm-hmm. that's wild. Yeah, and like you're like I'm out in the country. I'm fine. Like even the Amish. And then it's like, um, they just put a five G tower up like two feet from you. That's like literally when I drive to those Amish. Um, people's house every week there's like two miles down the road this big like electrical tower thing and I'm like these poor people they aren't even using this they didn't ask for this there's no cell service in the area where I go so why is that tower there <laughs> get it out you know um but anyway should we talk about some of the things that can cause EMFs or like emit them yes Okay. I would say the, the first thing here is – I'll give you a little example. Oh, I just hit the microphone, so it's probably <laughs> going to make a noise. But I was trying to show our YouTubers our cell phones. Our yes. cell phones. They say that our cell phone is responsible for 50% of your radiation, but I'm sure that number is more. Crazy. Um, just to also depending on how much you're on it and stuff. But yeah, your cell phone, especially when you have like Bluetooth and Wi-Fi and all the things on, like they say it's so – I guess we'll get into how you can reduce it. But like putting your phone on airplane mode is like mm-hmm. huge, which I need to do more of. Um, but like your cell phone and it's literally in your pocket, especially if you're a guy. It's always in your pocket right near the spermies. Um <laughs> And it's always in our hand or on our laps or next to our ear talking on the phone. Mm-hmm. So it's literally like the cell phones were such a great invention, but actually maybe they weren't. Yeah. Yeah. Cell phones, definitely. Um, laptops, computers, your Wi-Fi, your cellular towers, um, any really like technology that has waves of like it's not plugged into the source. Even if it is plugged into the source, it still can emit waves, but especially the ones working on like, it's like, we don't even think about what a weird concept Wi-Fi is. Like this thing has the internet and I'm here and oh, is it far enough that the waves can reach me? Oh, I need to move closer to it to get better service. Well, there's waves, like (laughs) there's waves in the air right now as we're talking because I'm Mm -hmm. upstairs doing this. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, so it's just all of those things. Those are all going to be emitting some EMFs. Um, yeah, the phone is a big one. Uh, like you were saying, we always keep it like in the pocket. But 
Also, like, people that sleep with their phone next to them, a lot of people do. Um, they use it as their alarm. I'm guilty of doing this, like, in the past. I now have, like, a real alarm with batteries in it that goes off. And you know what? This past month, I'll be honest, I've been so bad. Like, Logan and I have both been on our phones. I was literally to him. He's like, what do you want for Christmas? And I was like, I want us both to, like, get it together phones out of the, like we're not scrolling our phones before bed we're not sleeping with them next to us like no phones at home at night together because we've just been like not doing good with that um but yeah like it should be at least six feet from you when you sleep especially if you have it on the charger um and if you have children that are sleeping with their phones next to them and kids take I I don't know the exact stats on this you could look this up until their blood brain barrier is like completely solid as an adults would be um those waves can like permeate into their brain and their body way easier so you really have to be careful with kids with like these waves like I know like there's no shame or judgment here because I've never been here but like if you're like breastfeeding a baby, I've heard and like you're scrolling your phone because you're bored or like you're nap trapped, like the baby's sleeping on you and you're just like, oh, I'll spend some time on my phone. It's like so close to their head and their blood brain barriers not formed. And it's like those waves are going to emit through them. And like we just we don't know what the negative effects of that could be fully yet. So mm -hmm. that's something like I'm just like conscious for the future that I'm like, OK, what are activities maybe in the future I can do? if I have a baby someday that I'm not like on my phone when they're like napping or breastfeeding. And I'm, I don't, I don't know what you do. Haven't been there. No judgment cast, just like a little aside of like, yeah, be aware of it. Yeah. We should probably ask, ask our parents, what did you guys do when you were doing that? Because you did you just like those. sit in your thoughts? Because how do you do that? Our brains are so overstimulated now. Like how do we just sit and think? <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, the one thing I really wanted to hit on was, cause I feel like it's like the, the, not a, it's one of the big ones that people talk about. And I know a lot of people have gotten rid of their microwaves. Um, mm -hmm. like think literally microwaves, like it's literally <laughs> in the name. Um, but that's, a lot of radiation EMFs and it's funny I remember when I first heard about this this was like the beginning of my crunchy journey mm -hmm. I like would never heat anything in the microwave like I would go over to Logan's parents for dinner and they'd be like why are you eating your leftovers cold and I'm like uh-huh I, I, I honestly I like leftovers cold which isn't a big I do deal, too like, I will eat anything cold and it grosses same. Logan out and same I'm just like sometimes it's even better like that anything same. cold even if I it like, is kind of gross <laughs> yeah like I'll like eat quiche cold that's like oh yeah I'll okay I'll like dip bread into like cold potato soup and Logan will be like that's so gross or cold spaghetti I love cold oh, spaghetti yeah. um anyway <laughs> no I I couldn't agree more I love cold leftovers but I was like very much like nope not using the microwave and now it's like I've gone to the point where it's like sometimes I like I use mm -hmm. it more and it's like for example, I made a latte this morning, mm -hmm. and if I had more time, I would have heated the milk on the stove. But mm -hmm. you know what? I woke up 20 minutes before this, and I'm like, I'm going to heat the milk in the microwave. So it's like, you know, I'm not doing that every time, but I think like I've become mm -hmm. a lot more – and like they even say you shouldn't stand by the microwave when it's on. You know, can you – instead of like throwing out your microwave, which I know a lot of people have gotten rid of their mm -hmm. microwaves, if I got rid of our microwave, Logan would lose his mind. Uh-huh. Um, and also, like, there's just an ease and convenience to it. But, like, I'm, like, just talking out loud, and I know it can be better at this. Can I put something in the microwave and walk away to the other room till it's done? Like, little things like that where it's like, yeah. hey, we're going to – we're not going to just, like, change our lives completely, but we can do little things to help. 
You know, speaking about microwaves, I might have shared this before on here. So we don't have a working microwave um, since we moved into this house and it was not purposeful. My Logan like was a heavy microwave user and I could have never been like, we're getting rid of the microwave ever. We moved into this house. One of the selling points, well, I mean, it wasn't a huge one. It was just like one of those things that were like, oh, that's nice. Is like this brand spanking new, super expensive, nice microwave, okay, that they had put in. Well, we didn't check like, does the microwave work? Because, you know, you just assume like it literally still had all like the plastic stuff like they put it in. So we buy the house, we move in. The microwave is like not heating anything like it turns on, but it doesn't heat anything. So we were trying and trying to figure it out. Well, here, because it's so new and like modern, you have to have proper ventilation for it. And where the person put it is like under a cabinet and they didn't vent it right. So it won't work to heat stuff. So we just like there were various projects to do. And that just like was not the top of the list. So we quickly just learned how to reheat everything using like toaster oven, oven, stovetop. And we just like did not use the microwave and we've never fixed it before we sell the house. We should probably either disclose that or fix it for someone. But now Logan's even like, he tells people like, yeah, we don't have a microwave. We don't use a microwave. And it's just like, we were just forced into not having one. And it's like, you think it's going to be inconvenient, but then it, yeah, it takes a little extra time sometimes. But like when you have no other option, you're just like, oh, that's what it is. And it's like we haven't used one. I mean, it's been over two years now. And I really like I do not miss it. It's actually weird now to use it at either of my parents house because I'm just like, so out of routine. And I think people have said like the thing they're most concerned about with microwaves is like, how do I make popcorn? It's like, okay, first off, do you make popcorn that much? And if you've ever made popcorn on the stovetop, you know, it's actually very fun, very easy and very Mm -hmm. tasty. You just Mm -hmm. put a little like butter or oil in a pan and a few kernels and you just like shimmy and it pops Mm -hmm. and you're like, oh my gosh, I just made popcorn. It's an experience. Yeah. So anyway, throw out your microwave. (laughs) You never know. Maybe, maybe it'll open new horizons. (laughs) Um, A few more things that I had were um, fluorescent lighting. That's uh, yeah, um, and just interesting. Like basically every appliance in your house, but they even it even says like when they're unplugged, they can still transmit waves, which is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. To me. Um, electric blankets, and mm-hmm. I'm just and I don't have this on the list, but I know it's the exact same thing, and it's probably causing damage to me. And I'm just saying it out loud because I'm like maybe I shouldn't use it, but um, I got my period, and then I was using a heating pad that was mm-hmm. electric, and I'm literally like putting a heating pad over my like private parts that's connected to electric. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not good, Jensen. But yeah. I'm like, I have cramps and I'm like, I need you right now. So yeah, that's definitely probably one that's causing. So I might need to reconsider using that. But it's just crazy how like we don't really think about it. But there's like, yeah, when you have something electric touching your body, like probably isn't good. And it's like, mm-hmm. what can we do instead of that sort of thing? Well, I think also another thing people don't even think about is like, Apple watches or like the aura rings or like Fitbits or even like wireless headphones. Those all have like some sort of connection to like Wi-Fi and stuff. Mm -hmm. And that is like people wear those constantly. And I'm not saying like, oh, throw it out. But it's just something I've always been like wigged out by an Apple watch Mm -hmm. or a Fitbit um, because it's just like, uh, like what? (laughs) Like it's on all the time and it has those waves. So I'm very, I don't have either. I don't plan to get either. I think it's something to be aware of. 
We're you both using our plugged-in headphones right now. Corded uh, headphones. You will always see me in the gym with corded headphones. Always everywhere. Well, I used to use Bluetooth and then I – this was pre-crunchy time. Uh-huh. But it's just like I think about AirPods. Literally, it's like one is in each ear and they are connecting to one another. So they're going they're through your brain. through your brain. Yes. Like, There's what? actual – like look up the research on that yes. if you're listening to this about like how wireless headphones like – they can they communicate to each other because it's literally like the waves are shooting through your brain then and like I have heard people say like we need to study the risk of this with cancer and like different things because we're really and some people have them in all the time like you go to the gym it's 30 minutes a day like you're doing other things to decrease your like exposure to emf okay if that's like the one thing you're not gonna give on but like to have those in while you're working all day or something, maybe look into corded headphones because the thing with corded headphones is what I've seen is instead of like the waves going like this, then they're like connecting through the cord and coming up separately. So it's safer instead of it like passing through your brain. You know what I mean? Like it has like a, I'm totally not like an electrician or whatever, but it has like a pathway to follow that's not using your brain and your skull as that pathway. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, do we do we want to talk about maybe how people can ex- decrease their exposure to EMF now that we've scared them about it? Yeah, they're, pro- they're probably like, is there, a li- is there a light at the end of this? Like, can we have some positivity? And this is actually the section where I have the most information Me on. too. Good, good. We're about to just blow your mind with ways to help reduce your exposure. Rachel, do you want to start out with maybe one? Sure. So this one, for some reason, it's hard, even though it shouldn't be. Unplug your Wi-Fi at night, or you can get auto turn-off timers installed, which is really nice. Um, Logan and I want to build a house in the future, and I've looked up, like, um, so of course I've done this, like, clean green building and different options. And, you know, if we're building a house, like, what are things I want to put in there? Well, we're still going to have Wi-Fi. We're still going to have internet. But there is, you can get a switch essentially installed in like your bedroom if you're building or even just like as a remodel that turns off all like the wi-fi in the house and stuff so that's that's like a good place to have it because you know you're like in bed you're watching a show your tv's hooked up to the wi-fi you're like i don't want to go all the way down to like the office and unplug the wi-fi but that is one of my goals for 2024 is like unplug like i go down and go pee right before bed every night and i'm gonna unplug that wi-fi um and be a little better about it because it's just like there and your brain's so susceptible when you're sleeping to like absorbing that even more than when you're consciously awake so turning that wi-fi off at night can be a game changer just to reduce some exposure throughout your day oh i love that i know that's like one of the biggest ones and i'm like i'm the well first off i go to sleep and logan's still using wi-fi on watch tv so i'm like this isn't gonna happen but i do love that and that would be a goal one day of mine so that's a good one um another one i have is avoiding body contact with cell phones and computers Mm -hmm. um so like things to do that when you're talking on the phone obviously you can't do this everywhere like if you're in public but like speakerphone set your phone down like it does not need to be pressed against your head Mm -hmm. um another thing is trying not to store your phone in your pants pockets or your sports bra um some girls used to do that or you just and it's like no Mm -hmm. with breast cancer um 
and like just keep your phone on airplane mode, turn off your Bluetooth. Like you can still, and I need, this is something I need to do is I use my phone as an alarm and I need to turn my phone to airplane mode at night because that can mm-hmm. help. You're turning off all that and your alarm will still work in the morning. Um, so that's another thing you can do that's really easy. Like literally just like instead of sticking your phone against your head, just talk on speaker. Like little things mm-hmm. like that that don't cost you any money and aren't that much of an inconvenience um, you can do to help. Yeah, I am. One of my things when, like I said, I'm not in like a good routine with this right now, but when I am is I put my phone either downstairs or in my office. I bought this little stand on Amazon. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see it was like literally like $10 and it's just like a literal phone stand. And this was to make my phone my home phone. And so I will just either leave it in my office or downstairs overnight. And I don't even put it on airplane mode. I will just in case like a parent would call me with an emergency or something. I don't know. I just get wigged out about that. So I leave like the ringer on just for like calls, which I, I never get like spam calls or anything. (laughs) Watch me now be like getting spammed all the time and being woken up. But yeah, keeping your phone away from you. Also, like when you were talking about um, tech from being in contact with your body, if you work on a laptop, not like having it right on your lap, at least put like a pillow under it, mm-hmm. a lap yep. tray, but you can get EMF like lap trays too. If that's something I need to get, I need to get one of those. Yeah. That's, I should have asked for that for Christmas. I know this is going to give us more ideas for the holiday gift guide, right? I know. Um, yeah. One of my things was keeping your phone at least six feet away when you sleep or putting it on airplane mode or in another room. Um, one of the other things is just trying to limit your overall use of gadgets, which has so many benefits. So many of us like for work now are constantly on computers, phones, technology. It's all around us. I mean, like we have Wi-Fi in our house. We have Bluetooth in our cars. We go to the gym and we're like using Bluetooth headphones. You're out on a walk and you're using Bluetooth headphones. Like our body does not get a break from this. So just being conscious about like, is there a single moment of like 15, 30 minutes in my day where I am not like I don't have a phone on my body or technology like I'm away from these waves um I think just trying to become more conscientious of that and like trying to get away from it for a little bit gives our body a little reset at least it was like a few weeks ago I left my phone at home when we went to church and I was like this is great isn't it like life-changing you're like like, what why do I why do I need this and it's kind of I feel like it's nice when like okay Logan has his phone in case something in case but I'm like yeah. I don't need it. I don't need it driving to church. I don't need it during church. I don't really need it after. I hate when we get on our phones after church. I'm like, we need to talk about Jesus. Like, let's. Why are we hopping on right? our phones right away? But it's like, <laughs> gotta set our fantasy lineups. You know, it's Sunday. Jensen, we're living the same life. We're in the church parking lot, and I'm like, why are we still sitting here? I have to. I have to do these fantasy lineups or this or that, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> it's time to go. Yep. I would say – and these are two facts that I just thought were like super interesting. Um, one is it says avoid using your phone while driving or in trains and buses because the metal that like your – like the metal of your car or the – will actually make your phone emit more powerful EMFs trying to mm. get out there to reach a cell tower, which I thought was like super interesting because I feel like that's when I'm on my phone the most if I'm in the car. She's, so ad- like, she's just admitting it, texting and driving. <laughs> Honestly oh, – we all use our phones when we're driving. We do. I like if you, it, if you, you don't, don't like honestly I'm really proud of you though because we shouldn't. None of us should, but all yeah. of us just like it's there and then you get a text and you even just like glance at it and you're like, "Oh, I'll answer it in a little." Or like yeah. if you're using GPS or something. So that's just yeah. super interesting. Even more reason to not use your phone in the car. 
Yeah. And then another one is avoid using cell phones when the signal is low because apparently it will take more energy to find a signal, like more EMFs to like get a signal. So if you have like Mm. no service and you're like trying to fight for service, like that's not good either. So I'm thinking I should just throw my phone out because there's literally the worst service ever where I live, like all around this area. I always say that map that's like 99% of the United States has wonderful 5G service. And I'm like, well, I live in that 1% then because Logan and I will be on a phone call on his way home from work and the call drops four to five times. And we're like, this is the 21st century. Like, this is 2023. What is happening? What's well, so funny, two different things. Whenever I'm calling my parents, they will lose service all the time. And they're like, oh, it's the spot between Brookville and Yes, like, yes. It's, there's, there are spots. There are spots. Do. There are spots. And you just like know these spots. And it's like, I feel like out here we – I can't name an area. I mean, out in Lancaster where there is that. And Logan always like gets so mad because when we're leaving Punxsutawney, the service isn't good. <laughs> and usually we're leaving on a Sunday and he's trying, oh, to, watch fo- he's trying to watch football. Good luck. And he's like, this is the worst. There's no service out here. I'm just trying to watch the Steelers. Yeah. You can't, you can't be streaming anything live. You got to have everything downloaded on your Wi-Fi at home. You know, my in-laws, they – were paying for Wi-Fi for years and it was like the worst. Like it did not work. So they just quit paying for their Wi-Fi. And so they just use like their cell service there. I have no service, no internet. We go there and sometimes I feel like an awful person because I'm like, what do I do with myself? Like mm-hmm. I can't use my phone here. I'll like tell Logan, I'm like, can we please go soon? Like I'm bored to tears. And like, I, I know that's like a whole separate issue, but everyone else is on their phone. Apparently there's work. And I'm just like sitting there like, what do I do? I, I feel lonely and left out. Um, but yeah, it's just crazy. Like they do not have internet that works there. I am crazy. kind of, I'm not upset about this, but kind of upset about this. Um, not actually upset, but Logan's grandparents have a cabin and there's no service and they never had Wi-Fi. And now they got Wi-Fi like <gasps> a few years ago. Heartbreaking. And it was like, and before that, you just literally were like, okay, we're going to play games and we can turn on the TV and yeah. have conversation. And now it's like people are on their phones and it's like, oh, I feel like it used to be such a good, like you were totally disconnected and off the grid. And now it's like, but it's mm-hmm. so crazy. Like we don't have to turn the Wi-Fi on. It's just like, if it's there, we do, you know, it's like, it's just instinct. That's yeah. Like, oh, I need to, I need to make sure that. It's like a drug. It's got a hold on us. We have it to. Does. Even if it's like the just in case. I'm like. I'm low-key like I need to get like a pager or a walkie-talkie or something because that's my whole thing is like, well, I need to have my phone on me or on just in case like I get a call or this or that. Mm -hmm. So I need to get some sort of device that if there's an emergency, someone can get a hold of me. So it takes care of that part and then the phone can just like be away with. But that's funny you said about the cabin because that's actually one of my suggestions here of ways to reduce EMF exposure is go on like a trip, a camping trip or something find a spot. It can even be like really local. Like I know around here, Cook's Forest is close by and like there's bad service there and whatever. Go somewhere where there's like not a lot of cell phone towers. There's not good service. There's not Wi-Fi, and there's a lot of like nature exposure. Take your phone and just like have it off or have it on airplane mode or whatever. And like spend a weekend literally in nature with no waves of like Wi-Fi or phones. I think like honestly camping when you're like somewhere and you don't have service, that's why people are like, oh my gosh, I just feel so connected to nature and this and that. Or like a hiking trip and you're like, I don't have service out there. And it's like our bodies get a breath of fresh air of like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I finally don't have like all these EMF waves on me. 
That is so good. And that actually leads perfectly into my next Of course it does. <laughs> Wait, it's just like we knew. Um, even though we've never – we don't even know what's on each other's Yeah, list. it's actually um, funny because we just like make our own we list. We do. Um, and I'm like, what's Rachel going to say? And then what is Jen Yeah, we learned say? from each other. <laughs> um, and we you kind of – we kind of said this at the beginning, but like grounding, putting your bare mm-hmm. feet on the ground, allowing to soak up Earth's like negatively charged electrons. Um, this helps remove any harmful heavy metals um, and just the EMFs from your body, like literally like reducing mm-hmm. your inflammation – grounding and then the power of plants is what i'm calling the next one or at least that's what the website called it but having plants in your home can help absorb Mm -hmm. toxins in like a natural way so it can absorb these like emfs um they say cactuses are really good at absorbing Hmm. um computer radiation um aloe plants are good peace lily is just i mean any plants in your house are going to be good um so that's something i want to get more plants in my house because just like that's so simple um yeah just like and then opening your windows. Like I feel like we don't ever open our windows enough and it's like we literally live in this like box of like toxins and especially like in the winter, it's like even just opening your your door or your window for a few minutes a day. Yeah. Like, getting that fresh air into your house would just help to like create a healthier, less toxic environment. Yeah. So that's interesting. I had – in response to the grounding, I also had on here swim in salt water. So like oh. the ocean or if there's a salt water pool somewhere near you, it is very good for um, – it's another way to ground essentially. And it's really good for like offloading your body from EMF waves actually. So, you know, you just like feel amazing when you go in the ocean or in salt water. So that's definitely a good one in regards to salt in general, like get a salt lamp or go to a salt room maybe because that can also help detox you. Um, But yeah, I, all of those were really good suggestions. One of the things I was looking over that I had down and was thinking about, um, I guess this still kind of goes off of my one that I was talking about, like, go away where there's no tech and stuff. You know, like, that's nice for, like, one weekend. But realistically, every day, I think something you can do is don't take your phone with you. Don't take technology and, like, go outside into nature. Yes, there still might be, like, waves, whatever. But try to go somewhere with, like, grass and trees and just, like, spend 30 minutes, like go for a walk unplugged, breathe in the air, hug a tree, put your feet on the grass, lay on the grass, like spend some time in nature every day without tech on you and give your body a little like tech breather. Um, the I sent you that Brett Cooper video yesterday. One of her things she always says is go touch some grass. And it's like literally go touch some grass. Like we are just – we need to just get out. We just need to relax. We need to get outside. We need to connect with nature. Um, I just have a few more. One okay. is your blow dryer. Apparently like there's a lot of research. Like I'm not going to mm-hmm. read all the numbers, but it's like really bad for you. Um, it's They're saying it's even worse than a microwave. And again, this is just what this one article is saying. But I mean, it makes sense like you're like putting it right up against your head. I mean, yeah. I don't blow dry my – I really actually don't blow dry my hair at all. For many reasons, um, let your hair air dry. Let your hair air dry. But like I know like my mom, for example, you, and like, probably mm-hmm. a lot of women, like they blow dry their hair every day because you shower and you have to go somewhere where it's yeah. really like – I'm not usually – like if I shower in the morning, it's like I don't – I normally don't. So it just kind of depends. But yeah. Um, it's that's something like, hey, if you blow dry your hair every day, maybe try to let it air dry and it'll probably be better for your hair too. Um, and then kind of the last two that I have are a little bit connected. Mm-hmm. And these are a little bit more 
these could be for you, Rachel, actually. Um, oh, boy. With your, new home, with your new home someday. There's like actually EMF blocking paint in your walls yes. that you can use. And then I read this thing. Um, there was a mom who was like – she had – there was this like window um, that I don't know where it was like basically like she did like an EMF exposure test and a lot of like EMFs were coming in through this window and it was like in her like baby's nursery mm. where she would sit to breastfeed and she got like this like EMF window shield, which again, that's like kind of like crazy to like go that far, but it's like that's something that you can do like if you're in an area where like – I don't know, there's a cell phone tower right out your window and it's like it's right by your baby's crib or something like that. Like you can buy like literally like blockers for your window. Yeah. I thought was like super interesting. Yeah, that definitely is. Um, you know, when you were talking about the plants, I I just thought of this. I saw this video recently where someone had a plant growing next to where their Wi-Fi was, like you know, the Wi-Fi tower. And like this side of the plant was full grown. And this side was completely like it was like almost cut in half and just like dead. And they were like, wow. And it wasn't someone that was like even talking about EMS. They were like, why is my plant not growing on this side by the Wi-Fi? And people were like, EMS, baby, <laughs> look them up. And I was like, that actually is wild. Like nature just kind of teaches us, hey, this does have effects. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's really interesting. A few of the other ones. I have left or like you were talking about like the blocking paint there are wave blockers you can get like cases for your phone for your Mm -hmm. laptop for things um now of course that's like investing more money and my thing is always like with this crunchy lifestyle it can be a money scheme where someone's just trying to get you (laughs) so I'm always very aware of that and like I'm always like what's the simplest cheapest easiest way to make a healthy lifestyle change here And for me, it's like, yes, you can buy these blocking cases and stuff, or just don't keep your phone on your body, try to limit the use of it. And like, um, don't use your laptop on your lap. Like, you know what I mean? I think it's easier to like turn your Wi-Fi off, go outside without phones and stuff. Um, but there are options for that if that's something you're interested in. Um, some of the other things I have is try to opt for battery powered electronics or ones plugged into the wall. They emit less rays. Um, also, if you have an Alexa or Google Home, um, just think about how many of those techie devices like that you have and maybe unplug them, only plug them in when you're using them. I have a Google Home I sometimes use as a speaker. That is the only time it's plugged in. Otherwise, it is unplugged also because like Logan and I will be talking or watching TV and it just like says something and it freaks <laughs> us out like it's listening. Like we'll just be like, what was that? Um, so yeah, we unplug that unless we're using it as like a Bluetooth speaker or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, but again, a plugged in option is always better. So if you're like going to play music out loud, like instead of Bluetoothing it somewhere, use it from like a plugged in computer or source if mm-hmm. you can. Um Choose the wired headphones over wireless. We already talked about that. Um, My other thing is (laughs) we already talked about like your phone on your body. Think about the guys in your life too. They're probably not researching this. If they are keeping that phone in their pocket, try to get them to get it out. Tell them like, hey, babe, while you're driving, at least take your phone out of your pocket and put it in the cup holder instead. Mm -hmm. So it's not right there where your little spermy live, just emitting all those EMF radiation waves, killing off sperm and like just causing all kinds of issues. Or maybe that is a case where you get an EMF like phone blocking case for them, Mm -hmm. or you get them some type of something to put their phone in different. Um, But yeah, that's really all the ones I had. The last thing I would say is just 
uh, you can put your tinfoil hat on and <laughs> join the crunchy side and be a little crunchier with being um, not fearful. We're never like, oh, be afraid, like cover your house in tinfoil of EMFs, but um, being aware of them. And I think it can only benefit your health to reduce your use of technology, whether you think EMFs are a big concern or not. Yeah, that was, you closed that up perfectly. So, <laughs> um, Yeah, no, I think this is a great conversation on EMFs. And again, we're not trying to scare you. We're just trying to equip you and just help you to learn more about a very hot topic that's going on and just, yeah, simple ways. I mean, yes, we named some ways that are a little more expensive, but there are a lot of simple things you can do as well. So for sure. Um, I forgot Jensen. We also have a Q&A. Oh, I was just about to say that. I was, <laughs> I was, I was going to hang ready, up. <laughs> I was ready for Rachel to close the episode because you seemed like you were like, and I was like, oh, we got some Yeah, got I some definitely questions. forgot. We haven't done it in forever and I think I just forgot it exists. And then Jensen uh, sent me a message the other day and she's like, we have a lot of Q&As in the inbox. And I was like, oh yeah, we do Q&A. <laughs> it's been a minute been a little um do we want to start I think we're going to answer four of them yeah um I can kind of name the read the first one off and give you my thoughts and you can add on as well um so someone asked what are your thoughts on hibiscus or raspberry leaf tea during the menstrual cycle I've recently read you shouldn't combine it with pain medication or drink it for an extended period of time I drink it all the time lol um my opinion is I love drinking raspberry leaf tea around my period. I literally Mm -hmm. just got my period and I went to the store and bought a box of it. Um, The reason for it is it's basically the the compound in it um, helps to strengthen the muscles of the uterus and ease cramps. It's often used before women drink it before they're about to give birth as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's also a lot of like high antioxidant levels in like red raspberry leaves um, that just are really associated with easing any menstrual cramps. I guess my advice would be like if you're taking like certain medicine, like check with your doctor. We're not doctors. I don't know how it combines with other things, but I use it a lot during my period and I think it helps ease cramps. So my opinion was if if it's helping you, I would keep using it. But yeah, always just, you know, with medicine, check with your doctor. Yeah, I have literally the same exact thing. The only thing I was going to add is just everything in moderation. Like if you were drinking like 10 bags of raspberry leaf tea a day, probably not good. If you're having one cup of raspberry leaf tea a day, that's that's probably okay, but just like everything in moderation. So mm-hmm. just be conscientious of that. Yeah. Um, okay, the next one I have on here is um, someone asked us about wanting to get healthy, not in a way of like losing weight, you know, like restrictive, crazy dieting, but just um, in a healthy way, what are some like first steps towards that you can take? So um, some of my suggestions for that, because, you know, we both, if you haven't listened to our episode, we both had like past with over-exercising and restrictive eating and things like that. So we're really conscientious of like having conversations around um, body size and weight and things like that. And it really being about health over aesthetics when it comes to your body. So one of the things I would suggest is if you want to like really get healthy and maybe lose weight in the process, but not be like, okay, I need to go on this crazy diet to lose weight or something like that. Some of the first things I would try to implement is start 
walking daily or moving your body just to move your body to get healthy Mm -hmm. movement. Um, I would also think about nourishing your body and being mindful of what you're eating. So thinking about is this food providing me nourishment? Is this just like uh, cheap calories in regards to like, and I don't want you to be thinking about like counting calories, but is this just like no nutrition in it. You know what I mean? Like it's not going to really fuel me. Whereas like a vegetable or a protein or something like that would, um, keeping a food journal, not calorie counting, not like, because I'm not allowed to eat this allowed to eat that, but more so in a notebook, just writing down what you eat throughout the day to be mindful and conscientious of like, this is what I'm putting into my body. And this is what's fueling me. Um, And then my last suggestion would be just to start strength training to get stronger because it's going to make you feel stronger. There's a million benefits for it, even if that's just doing like push-ups and squats in your house or something like that. Just start something regular um, and include that with moving your body at whatever, whatever pace of like doing strength training throughout the week feels good for you. And I think that's going to make you feel better, make your body happier. Um, The other thing is if you're just looking to like start on your crunchy journey and get healthy, some of our first episodes are, it's it's two episodes back to back, 20 tips to get healthy. Um, And people always tell us they love that episode, those two episodes. So that would be a good place to go back and listen. Yeah, we should link those in the show notes. Yes, we will have to. to Did you have anything Uh, to add? Yeah, I just like little things where it's like drinking more water. Like simple but like like <laughs> very like, simple. Like some, sometimes we just we just eat when we're bored and we're actually really just thirsty and I think like overall just being hydrated and nourished um is going to make you better. Um balancing your blood sugar, I think I'm a huge comp- like proponent of just not eating like mm-hmm. your your carbs naked essentially like making sure you're just eating like balanced meals and not spiking that cortisol because like Basically, like if your blood sugar is out of balance and then also maybe you're not getting good sleep, your stress is going to be going crazy and then you can hold on to more weight just because of your stress. Like you could be eating, doing all the right things, mm-hmm. working out, eating healthy, but if you're like your blood sugar is through the roof because you're stressed, you're not sleeping well. Um, so like focusing just on like good sleep, getting outside, reducing stress. Um, but I would just say like my biggest thing would be walking. I had that on the top of my list and I knew it was going to be the first thing on yours too, Rachel, was like mm-hmm. there are so many benefits to walking and even just like moving around your house. Like we don't all – like I feel like we're so like we just sit around all day where it's like what can I be doing around my house to like move my body? Yeah, for sure. I think we, uh, we have very similar things there. Um, should we go to the next one? Yeah, let's do it. I also am hoping you can't hear. I literally have my dogs about to start being unruly and he's literally just like trying to drink, uh, my tea right now. And so he's licking my cup aggressively and I hope it's not picking up on the the mic. I'm sorry if it is. (laughs) That's so funny. Bentley literally just started to come out and he's sitting. Must be the time. The dogs are up. (laughs) They want their breakfast. Um, okay. So the next one is, do you have any recommendations for a natural hormone friendly lubricant? Also condoms have not attempted to look into crunchy options yet. (laughs) Um, I, we're trying. (laughs) Yeah, Johnson. Well, now you know, now you know we're trying for a baby, so we don't use condoms. Um, (laughs) but for a healthy lubricant, um, we use, it's called Cocoa New, um, and it's a, like, coconut oil-based um, lubricant. I was doing some research, mm-hmm. and it had really good reviews, and, like, it's actually, like, we like using it. Like, it's not, like, 
you know, some crunchy things are like, oh, this is good for me, but it's terrible. Mm-hmm. Like we've used it for a, probably a year now um, and it's not that expensive. So, and there's usually sales on it and stuff. So I think you can get it on Amazon or mm-hmm. like off their website. Um, so I would recommend, I can link it. It's called Coco New. Okay. Um, anything to add, Rachel? I would say some people uh, just use like straight up coconut oil. Um, that is not safe with condom use. I know people that uh, like using coconut oil and other people that don't. Um, also, an aloe vera based lube um, is going to be a little more natural. There's a brand called Good Clean Love. You can order on Amazon and um, it is a pretty clean one that is good as well. Um, as far as condoms go, yeah, I definitely look into options for you. Um, and there are a lot of different options out there depending on what you're looking for. If you're looking for like, um, organic, vegan, latex free, whatever it is. Um, Mm -hmm. there are some brands. One is called Glide that is, um, a little bit of like a less toxic, um, condom brand. There's also the brand Lola, which I think they also make period products. Um, yeah. And so they also have condoms. There's there's a bunch out there. Those are just a few. Um, it really depends what you're looking for. But there are a lot out there. Just probably you're going to have to order them online. I don't know if they have them in store anywhere. And I would say this is a really good question because – Yeah, it actually about, is. Like, <laughs> like this is an area, like especially like we talk about tampons and stuff, like this is an area that you want to make sure you're not putting super toxic products into. So I think like <laughs> that's a great question. So, and I know we were using just like whatever you found in the store before and yeah, it's so good question. Yes. Good question. All right. Our last one is about milk. Um, I'm not quite ready or equipped to make the switch to raw milk. However, I've been buying organic milk. Are there any benefits to this? So what I will say about this is um, organic milk is milked from cows that it it depends, um, but aren't eating crops sprayed with pesticides or eating GMO foods or receiving the growth hormones. In order to get that organic certification, that should be the case. I can't say like that's always true of all organic milk, but there's more of an effort there. And to pass that, that that should be the qualifications to get that organic label. So it's definitely a better option compared to when you have conventional milk from like a large scale farm. A lot of those cows can be eating things that um, have pesticides in it or be receiving synthetic growth hormones, antibiotics. They can be on them while they're getting milked, which we've talked about can transfer to you um, potentially. So that is definitely one of the reasons that organic milk would probably be a better option. So like that is awesome. Good on you. Also, if you're not in the place to like switch to raw milk, totally get that. Organic milk's like next best option in the store. Um, I would say another option is to look for a local farmer who is doing like organic milking, not necessarily even raw. Maybe they have a low pasturage pasteurization method um, or an old-fashioned one that doesn't kill as much bacteria. Uh, We had um, Lisa Vivian on here from Lane's End Farm, and that's the case with their milk is they do an old-fashioned pasteurization, so it keeps some of that good bacteria in there. Um, They're a local farm, so they're really doing things on the up and up. So I would look for a local farmer like that that is practicing, um, you know, organic practices with their milking, but Organic milk is definitely a better option um, than just store-bought conventional, I'd say. Do you have any thoughts, Jensen? 
No, you, I mean, you basically hit on that, but there's just something I want to touch on kind of based off this question with just the thought of like things being organic and just like labels in the store. And we've talked about doing like a whole episode on this, but yes. like there is something called greenwashing, which basically means like companies will market products in like a way that makes you think they're like the healthiest, most organic thing. But my advice would be to always look at the labels. Mm-hmm. Um, still look at the ingredients. Just And this just happened to me recently. I always buy like a certain like – or like there's different – if I'm at Aldi or wherever I'm at. Like I try to buy like an organic peanut butter. Um, and I grabbed one and I like was in a hurry and I wasn't really thinking. And I like got home and I like was using it. And I was like this tastes like a lot more like jiff. You know, it had like that like mm-hmm. oily taste. And it was like this all-natural organic peanut butter. But then I saw that there was like – oil in it like yeah. and I was like and but I didn't think because I just saw the big organic on the front of it so I would just say make sure with like every product like always look at the ingredients because you can see like a product that looks like the healthiest product ever and then you flip it over you're like oh wait this is just like any other product they just made it look better by their marketing efforts so yeah I would just say read your labels look at the ingredients because that's going to tell you what's in your product but yes it's using organic milk I think that's a great step and it's going to be much better than what you get normally off the shelves. Yeah. In regards to the labels, I definitely think we should do an episode on that. Um, I, I really try to avoid buying chicken in the store right now. I try to source it locally. It's my hardest thing to find compared to like any other meat. Um, but when I bought chicken in like Aldi before and I buy like the natural organic, like, you know, pasture raised, blah, 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 Mm -hmm. all this stuff. A lot of those types of brands have labels on them where it's like you can go to this website and like find our farmers or you can always email a brand. I know I'm going to sound crazy saying this and ask like, where's your farm for this? Where are you sourcing these from? And like, I know the Aldi chicken actually had like, you could scan a code and see the exact farmers like, and like where the chicken came from. So that was really interesting to see like, oh, they are sourcing from like these smaller farms that are doing it like this way. So, I mean, just look into stuff. Um, But that's why I'm always like a big advocate of find a local farmer because it's someone near you. It's going to be so much easier to just like go talk to them and be like, what's happening? Or like know what's going on with their animals or or the practices. Yeah, absolutely. But good on you for doing the organic milk. Keep it up. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, that organic milk is definitely a better step up from just like, you know, the conventional milk in the store. Mm -hmm. That's all I have, Rachel. Do you have anything else for this episode? I don't. I feel like our episodes are so long now. All the time we just chit-chat so much and stuff. Like, I don't know that we've been under an hour in forever, so. Well, it's because we hop right on these. We don't, like, chat about our lives for, like, 20 minutes. We're like, oh, we'll just. Chat about it on the podcast, right? (laughs) Everyone clearly wants to know what's happening in our lives. And it's always so funny when people, like, come up to me, like, just maybe close friends or people I'm not as close with, but, like, I catch up with, like, oh, yeah, I heard you did this. And I'm like, oh. How do you know what's going on in my life? Yes. Like, oh, I just put it on the internet for everyone to know every <laughs> detail of my life. So that would be why. Yeah. I just had a friend text me this week and she's like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm like so caught up with your life and like just listen to the podcast and and know everything going on. And I'm like, oh my gosh, but I miss you. I haven't seen you in forever. I need to catch up on your life. I don't know what's going on with you. So yeah, it's a funny dynamic, but um, um, we love our listeners. Week, we do. Our listeners are the best. Um, I'm excited next weekend. I'm coming out to. Oh yeah. Yes, and we're gonna do I think two episodes probably. Yes. It's so much. It's so much nicer doing two instead of trying to do four. Those yes. days were. It was. It was fun, but it was exhausting. It was exhausting. Um, 
So we're excited to record in person. I yeah. hope the weather is nice so we can go out to the shed and it's not too, too cold. Hopefully. I have a space here. I'll, I'll put in there for us. Um, yeah, you might see us bundled up on our next Yes, episode. you might. Yeah, we have some really exciting episodes coming up, though. Um, we have some really exciting guests lined yes. up for 2024 already and just more to come. We're just like, yeah, yeah we're so pumped about uh, – what's coming for 2024 and the episodes even just like for this month like we just we are like we we can't wait to do them we're like this is up we need to put this episode out we're like wait we we want to put all these out so soon what what's next so yeah good ones coming I knew I knew this from the beginning when we like made our like brainstorm list it was like we had over a hundred ideas literally before we even started the podcast and then more have come (laughs) up after this so I don't think we're ever going to run out of ideas for the podcast so this kind of crunchy might just who knows how long we're going to go on because forever, <laughs> forever. And especially with things changing in this world, like right? new things, like you, you, there's a lot more of us to come guys. Don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's enough for today at least. Yes. I got to go get a Christmas tree. Yeah. I have to go and- decorate, help Christmas decorate my church. So busy, so busy fun. Christmas stuff. So festive of us today. We're just going to be <laughs> in that holiday spirit, which I am, you know, me, I'm all about Christmas my little Christmas night. oh I love it yeah yeah well I gotta go before my dog drinks a whole cup of coffee and loses his mind so <laughs> thank you all for listening and joining us today it's always so fun to just come chat with you I hope you have the best Tuesday or whatever day you're listening to this on and can't wait to chat again next week Yep. Thank you guys for being here. Bye, guys. Bye. Remember, although we talk all things health and wellness here, this is not medical advice and you should always seek out your medical professional for further questions. Thanks again for listening. Please remember to share, comment, and subscribe to help support our podcast.